0: That's what they do. They keep us busy, always in survival mode. Humanity is going to make it because they cannot stop the evolution of humanity.
1: In today's podcast, I'm delighted to be joined by the wonderful Dr. Christiane Mothrop. Christiane Northrop, MD, is a visionary pioneer in women's health, a board-certified OBGYN with more than 30 years of clinical experience, the former assistant clinical professor of OBGYN at the University of Vermont College of Medicine, three-times New York Times best-selling author of Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom, The Wisdom of Menopause, and Goddesses Never Age, In 2013, Reader's Digest named Dr. Northrop one of the 100 most trusted people in America. In 2016, she was named one of Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul 100, a group of leaders who are using their voices and talents to awaken humanity. In 2020 and 2021, she was included in the Watkins Spiritual 100, a lift of people that make a unique and spiritual contribution on a global scale internationally known for her empowering approach, Dr Northrop embraces medicine that acknowledges the unity of mind, body, emotions and spirits, and teaches women to create health by tuning in to their inner wisdom. after decades spent transforming women's understanding of their sacred bodies and processes, Dr Northrop now teaches women to thrive at every stage of life. as a business owner, physician, former surgeon, Mother, writer, speaker, and according to Miriam Ava, PhD, a rebel rock star, an authority on what can go right with the female body, Dr. Northrop acknowledges our individual and collective capacity for growth, freedom, joy, and balance. Dr. Northrop has also hosted eight highly successful public television specials, and her work has been featured on The Oprah Winfrey Show, The Today Show. NBC Nightly News, The View, Rachel Ray, Good Morning America, 2020, and The Doctor Off Show, among many others. Since March 2020, Dr. Northrop has worked on the front lines of medical freedom with her colleagues Kevin Jenkins, CEO of Urban Global Health, refers to as the civil rights movement of the 21st century. So in today's episode, we discuss so many areas, including censorship and how we can negate this, the importance of medical freedom, mass formation psychosis, and how awareness of this gives us our power back, the importance of doing the work yourself and of being part of a community, withdrawing our attention from what we do not want, This interview contains so many empowering tips, so please do let us know what you think in the reviews or the comments, and as always, stay curious and stay free. I am so delighted today to be back again with the incredible Dr. Christiane Northrop, who, quite frankly, Dr. Christiane, you need no introduction from me. I was just saying, just before we hit record, Every time I see you, you look like you're age regressing, getting younger. Is that because you're full of the joys of life? Is that because you're so on purpose? Or
0: I think it's because I'm so on purpose. Actually, Uh, you know, I went to um, Orlando, Florida. Danny Henderson had the Galactic uh, Informers and Spiritual whatever Galactic and Spiritual Informers conference, and to be in a room of 900 people, all of whom were coming from real love, and many of whom had been uh, criticized for their beliefs and all that, you know, for their whole lives. And watching Alex Collier get the, the Lifetime Achievement Award after, you know, he said for years, the only person he could talk to was Mornay, I guess, the Andromedan contactee. And even as I speak about it, I can feel a part of me goes, oh, God, you know, are we going to, you know, and really an Andromedan contactee, but, you know, being in holistic medicine for so many years, I was criticized for giving folic acid to pregnant women in, um, you know, in the eighties or omega threes or vitamin D at high levels. I mean, I've been so prepared for where we are now for this, really for this rebirth of humanity, this ascension process. I mean, look at what we're going through. And and I was just talking with a woman from Portugal about my work in dodging energy vampires and the fact that empaths like you, like healers, uh cannot stay well as long as we have parasitic attachments of any kind. Yeah. And the dark controllers, that's how they work. Parasitic attachments, whether it's getting you addicted mm. to... Um, the internet or your cell phone. I mean, years ago, I was on Phil Donahue as the process addiction expert on internet chat rooms. I mean, chat rooms that you had to pay for and women were bankrupting their households from being in these chat rooms because there's their desire for connection was yeah. so huge and they weren't getting it in their own life. Well, what now we're doing through this internet we're we've all finding each other all over the world. This kind of network like the mycelia of, of mushrooms or the roots of trees where we're finding each other and creating. We've got this grid of light. We've all been kind of alone with our little light grid. And now we're all connected, you with Janine and all of the rest of it all over the world, uh, because this is the time we were all born for.
1: You're so true. And it's interesting. I've been doing quite a lot of research, bizarrely or not, as the case might be, into mass formation psychosis. And when you look at the criteria for that, you can see how clearly all the agendas, we're being very careful because we're putting this one on YouTube. But One of the key ones for that is isolation, loneliness and not feeling that you've got your life has got a purpose. And you can see how this has been built up and we've been corralled in this direction for so long. But I think with what people like you are showing us is this is really backfiring us because, yes, your CV, I was umming and ahhing whether to read it out again because it's such a wonderful CV, But what I wanted to ask is, is firstly, how do you describe yourself now to people that aren't familiar with you? And secondly, um, how does it feel to be seeing these agendas face on at the moment and being one of a really key group of people that are really flipping the narrative on that?
0: It feels like this is that all the other work that went before was just preparation for this. This is the real work. This is the most fun that I've ever had. Um, This is like, um, you know, being on mission, really, starting in March of 2020, when I testified before our legislature against the mandates of of 79, up to 79 different shots by the age of 18. And by the way, our state removed um, the religious exemption. And then, you know, to get a medical exemption is nearly impossible because if you give exemptions as a physician, you will lose your license. So it's this catch 22. But yeah. for years and years before this, I would come back from a meeting of the American Holistic Medical Association where I was president and on the board and with my colleagues and all of that. And every time I'd come back, I would be sure that I would have a pink slip. I'd have my eviction notice from the medical staff because I was doing things like um, putting the baby on the mother's abdomen, uh, delayed cord clamping, um, using herbs for menopause. I was doing things that were really just pushing the envelope. I was questioning uh, Premarin and Provera and the Women's Health Initiative, that gigantic study that put everyone on Premarin, that estrogen made from the urine of pregnant horses. So I was kind of on on the edge, but you could still get away with it. And then when 2020 happened, it was so abrupt. So you know, here I am and I've got, you know, three New York Times bestsellers and I was on Oprah 10 times and I was named, uh, you know, Reader's Digest 100 Most Trusted People in America. And I was one of Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul 100 people using their platform to uplift humanity. And then overnight, overnight, suddenly I began to be attacked in ways that were insanity. One was being on the cover of Maine Women's Magazine. All right. It's just this sweet little interview about dancing tango and wanting to be married again. It was like the fluffiest thing I've ever done. Suddenly, we had a group like a a mob, really, of people who um, called the editor who interviewed me and there were death threats to her. How could they have the likes of me on the cover they called up all the advertisers of this magazine and told them to pull their support for the magazine they went around to all the stores that had the magazine on their shelves and told them that they needed to pull it because i was so dangerous it happened so quickly that you just had to know okay something is way off here and then that summer the summer of 2020 Remember when they were putting those those black squares on Instagram, like suddenly I look one day and everyone's got a black thing. And what's that? Well, that was Black Lives Matter. And overnight, after a, a wonderful career, I became a racist, homophobic, transphobic, QAnon conspirator, um, whatever it was, grandma killer, uh, whatever. And so I just, I I knew that this was insanity. And, and my beloved at the time, and God has a good sense of humor, the guy who told me to go up to Augusta and testify was a professor emeritus of public health and had been all over the world with the WHO. And he's the one who vetted all of my data. Um, now, he eventually died. I, I like to say that uh, his... Um, Adult children were hemorrhaging him faster than I could transfuse him. And, you know, and it was all supposed to happen as it did. But it it was almost as though I got a. a, Like many of us, like you, I'm sure. And like Janine, all of us suddenly got the signal. okay, you're on. Your time has come. Now it's your job to hold the light and hold the line. So suddenly I am learning all about stuff from Gene Decode and Dave from the X-22 report. And then my friend, James Grunvig. James is an investigative reporter, worked for years with the Epic Times, but also was a construction manager in New York City. He is no fool. That guy understands what's going on. So he is with me on the board of Millions Against Medical Mandates. And James has a 21-year-old, nonverbal, vaccine-injured, autistic son. So he had been doing a deep dive on those three-letter agencies that are supposed to be protecting our health. And so suddenly, all the right people started to show up in my life. And then I would listen to Janine when she was on YouTube, and I met you through that. And suddenly... I'm finding, oh, whoa, there's like minded people all over the world who are questioning the narrative. But see, what was happening for me is if you read my books over 30 years, I haven't changed a thing. Mm -hmm. I questioned all these agendas years and years and years ago. And so I didn't change. But suddenly there was a weaponized mob who uh, landed on. Any physician who questioned any aspect of the narrative, of the COVID narrative. And I watched what was most shocking, though, was the people who had sent their kids, had homeschooled or sent their kids to Waldorf School. The children never had anything but organic food and pure water. And suddenly, those people are completely flipping. And uh, virtue signaling uh, and uh, wearing the masks and doing all of this stuff. And then the other thing that I noticed immediately was all of these bots on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, yeah. you you couldn't post anything. Sometimes on Facebook, like I couldn't even post um, something by um, uh, a very famous um, neurosurgeon um, questioning the masks, you couldn't even, they wouldn't allow you to post it. So I knew there was something going on. And then by the fall of 2021, when I first saw the disinformation dozen, and that came out all over uh, Facebook, and I laughed because they had taken which they do the worst pictures of all of us, you know, where you look insane like that, like that. And, and when I saw it, I laughed, I said, this is the dumbest thing I'd ever seen. And I, then I later found, and that was all over the world, like instantly. That's in South Africa and Australia. It's all over. And I learned about mockingbird media. I watched out of shadows official on good Friday of 2020. Mm -hmm. And suddenly and fall of the cabal. Mm -hmm. And, and so I knew the agenda, like immediately. Oh, okay. I I see what's going on. So now here we are, Catherine, you and me, and we're kind of calm. We see how it's all playing out now. And the people who aren't going to be calm are the ones who had no idea, the ones who were canceling us, the ones who were calling us dangerous. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, my former husband won't come near my house because he thinks I'm that dangerous.
1: It's quite incredible, isn't it? And I think so much is coming out. I listened to your latest, um, fantastic one with um, the five doctors critically thinking with with the five. Oh doctors. yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Everyone should listen to those. I listened to it with real interest, and I was learned so much. But actually. I sort of the latest one just before Thanksgiving had a bit of trepidation because where do you feel we were at now? Because I think it's becoming pretty obvious to a lot of people that as humanity, this mass formation psychosis is real. It's huge. It's very powerful. And the agenda is still pushing ahead, even though there's a lot of positives going on as well. So where are you feeling with all the work that you're doing that we are at at the moment with who's winning this battle
0: oh i uh we're we are clearly winning we're clearly winning Uh, but we're changing tactics so instead of okay i'm no longer trying to wake anyone up because i see that that's way bigger than me it's the same as if you're living with a narcissist and you think giving them one more piece of information is going to change them the way they've hurt you, or could you take a look at this or what? It's not going to work. So so the beauty is this, as we lightworkers, as we empaths, take care of ourselves exquisitely, we we no longer have to um, yell, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. I, I don't do it anymore. It's like, if you can't see, there's so much information. If you care to look, there's so much, even Tucker Carlson, by the way, who does his show here in the state of Maine, up, up north. Um, there's so much information. If you can't see it, if if um, all these athletes dropping dead, if all the died suddenly, sudden adult death syndrome or doesn't. Uh, register with you, if your neighbor dropping dead or the 21 year old twins wake up dead in their bed, if you can't see that, there's really nothing I can do. but here's what I know for sure. and that is that the uh the light within each of us is growing way, way more powerful and people are indeed waking up. but it is it's not like it's going to take that many more people waking up uh when the disclosure wakes them up. There'll be three things that happen. One, they'll start throwing up and you're going to have to hold their hair. Yeah. Two, they're going to jump off a bridge. Three, they might go on the attack. I don't know how the pediatricians and the doctors giving remdesivir and continuing with what they're doing can live with themselves. This is going to be very, very, very harsh. But when people realize what's been going on, uh, they're they're going to lose it. In the meantime, though, there are thousands of us, maybe millions of us, who have just decided to go about creating the parallel economy. You know, I, I mean, we're you know getting into gold and silver, um, bartering, um, supporting our local farmers. Um, th- that's all happening. Look at all the people now homesteading, um, setting up spas. Um, Lee Merritt, I just learned on her website has the uh, the vax remorse protocol, and yeah. uh, she's really helping people. And I was on a Zoom last night with React Nineteen, and that's a whole group of doctors and others who are helping those who've been injured by the agenda. So it's reaching critical mass. And I always go back to the American Revolution was started and won by only 3% of the population. Most did not want to disconnect from England. And and now more and more people are understanding the power grid of uh, the Vatican, the City of London, and Washington, D.C. That's been controlling... Uh, everything, or, uh, you know, the uh, Pesor family, the uh, bloodline families. And here's the way I describe it, okay? And it, and it gets so out there that um, kind of keeps me safe. And that would be the negative, parasitic Draco-reptilians mm. that came to Earth to parasite humanity. They came through CERN, and then they came through the 12 bloodline families, and the royal family is one of them. And if you watch The Crown, which I have been watching you realize that this family is not who you've been led to believe and you, you know i always wondered why are they on the cover of people magazine again like do i care no so i'm watching that very well done that's a red pill experience and that group and then those one funded both sides of both wars yeah. and they've kept humanity enslaved by constant just like just like a borderline personality disorder within our own families Make sure that this one keeps fighting against this one. That's what they do. They keep us busy, always in survival mode. And just when we start to rise up, I think about the Roaring Twenties after World War One, uh, where, you know, life got beautiful again, and then boom, got to start another world war. Well, we're in World War Three here, but this time... Humanity is going to make it because that is um uh Project Looking Glass. There is they cannot stop what's happening, they cannot stop the evolution of humanity. And remember that these uh negative forces feed on fear and anger. So the minute you stop feeding them, when you look at Klaus. Schwab, you know, the Sith Lord there and uh, Nouvel Harari with his new book, um, Homo Dios. Uh, we are God. Well, you know, there might be, you know, some groups somewhere in the matrix, you know, um, getting enough graphene oxide in them so that they can be controlled or, or whatever. OK, well, I'm going to be in a whole other group. Humans have enormous power which we don't, they, here's the thing. Not only do they have no sense of humor. Mm. So, I mean, how are you going to know who they are? They have no sense of humor. Uh, They can't do those memes. You know, we'll kill them with memes. Um, And they can't create. So the situation that we're in now, humanity with our creative power, because thoughts have the peculiar quality of becoming their physical equivalents, That's Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. We have that power. So we have been programmed by the Matrix, by Hollywood, by the movies, by all the wars. They've used our own creative power to bring us to the cliff. And suddenly you realize, oh, my God, I don't want that. I don't I don't want that. And then you know, here we are, and you and Janine and me and Michael Jaco and everyone around the world, we keep raising the bar of fun and joy and laughter. And now we're coming out with all these protocols for those who have been harmed. And they don't have any power anymore. So
1: I I absolutely love it. And I think you're so right. And the wonderful thing is, is there's this huge body, despite, you know, so many years, more years than we care to remember, of yeah. pressing this information. That that information is in there, all the herbalists, all the natural healers, the frequency healers, the energy healers, the awakening, our, our ability to heal itself. Um, it's all there, just ready and waiting for anyone that wants it. And this is what I'm loving, as you say, is the connections that are being made And really, um, you know, it all comes back to us working on ourselves, because no one's going to take advice from someone that is blatantly very unbalanced physically, emotionally themselves. So the best thing we can all do is to be our best versions and is on, on purpose. And that's what I've seen you do with all the work you're doing is, is you seem so in a flow state. I mean, what is it that what would you say your key passions are at the moment that are keeping you in that flow state?
0: Um, one, I love the people that I'm working with. So I'm about to go down to Florida on December 8th, and we're having a uh, the Zelenko Foundation, Kevin Jenkins and Ann VanderSteel, uh, decided that they were going to honor the women who've been banging this drum for 30 years. So Sherry Tenpenny, and Barbara Lowe Fisher, and Maureen McDonald, who started Millions Against Medical Mandates, and me. And then we'll all be interviewed by Ann Vandersteel. And there's a sort of a gala uh, gala dinner. What I like, what, what's fun for me, is to have an intent and see what God brings. Uh, so Saturday, we're having our holiday healing fair for Maine stands up. And we found a um, space that allows us to rent. I mean, really remember back in 2020, you could not find a place to gather. No, uh, with, you know, this was in, in insane. And even now, in my own little town, we can't use any of the uh, municipal spaces that we pay for with our taxes, the library or any of that. Because if you say, you know, that you're, uh, you're um, medical and you're doing uh, freedom kind of things. no, What's fun is to just see how, through intent, you can bring the right people together. Now, when I walked through airports, all of and I flew all the time in 2021, in the beginning of 2022, and when I'd get off the plane, I would just take off the mask and walk through airports, and no one ever said a thing, ever. And I was the only one. I just wanted to see what would happen. Yeah. And... So now I'm working on a uh, a thing to gather uh, sworn affidavits under penalty of perjury of our 21 COVID commonalities. And the COVID commonalities are all the things that any awake nurse or doctor can see, you know, it's all of the, all of the stuff. And there was never really a pandemic and, you know, how they did it. And then we have the 200 exhibits and I'm working with a lawyer who is very skilled in maritime admiralty law, secular law, common law, all of that, And, and a sworn affidavit read into a video by a doctor saying, I know these things to be true, and then getting it notarized. That's a legal document that can be entered into court. So what we're doing is we're going to get thousands of these, and then he's going to present them somewhere, and discovery is already done because one of the things that we've discovered in the last 2 years is basically all the courts are compromised they yeah. they dismiss every case um the the voting is all completely controlled the the dominion system was created to bring in the people who would protect the nefarious activities Mm. That's what that was for. It was just to, just to bring in the wrong people. So we know we don't have election integrity. So therefore I've stopped giving any energy to that. And we're doing it ourselves in a really, and then, and then we tried to do this with a big group and we had a mole in our uh, tech system. So all of these affidavits that were uploaded, all the stuff that I worked on for months. Was all compromised, and it's like, um, okay, this is a hill we're going to take. We're not going to stop, but we do it. We do it with love. I, I got this wonderful meme yesterday. Love has arrived. Game over. Brilliant. <laughs> and it's, but it's this kind of, it's this fierce love. It's this fierce love. It's not the naive. Oh. Everyone is good at heart. And the only people who would do this to humanity must have been harmed in childhood. That is BS love. That's not love. That's sentimentality, treacly um, love that you watch the Hallmark Channel for. And I'm into that, by the way. I, I watch something wonderful like that every day of something really uplifting, the best in humanity. But make no mistake. I'm like Jesus with the money changers, you know. I it's like I'm not going to go up against them directly, but I'm well aware of what we're dealing with. But mostly, I just have enormous love for humanity and the people, my colleagues, who have stood with me. And I'm noticing um, how easily the the other side eats its young. Like anything starts to happen. I'll give you an example. Uh, One of my friends was at a uh, a meeting out in Palm Desert. And it's, you know, this group of sort of elite tech business owners. And they were supposed to have Emily Oster on their program. And she's the person who wrote the Atlantic Monthly article, It's Time for COVID Amnesty. I don't know if you saw the article or the firestorm of criticism it's like mistakes were made on both sides and it's time we moved ahead and it's like oh no you do not get a you don't do not get amnesty without getting down on your knees in contrition of what you did to people if you do that i'll listen to you but before you do that I will have now, I'm not going to spend time on you, but what was interesting is she was on their program, and they just disappeared her. This friend who was who went said she was on the program, and then you the way you saw the updates is you'd go to the app, on your phone. She was gone without saying a word. And I thought, well, that shows you the moral fiber they don't have. Yeah, they didn't even address it. She just got canceled. Well, here's why I present such a problem to them. I have decades of experience helping women with various things, you know, preventing C-sections, preventing hysterectomies, preventing uh, bilateral mastectomies. I had this huge platform and foundation of actually teaching women how to trust themselves, mm. not being the big guru. Oh, look at me. Look at me. No, no, no. Teaching women how to take back their power. And and it's always, by the way, the ones who are most grateful are the ones who did all the work themselves. They looked at something I wrote and changed their lives. They give me credit. They're the ones who did it every single time. So when you have, so, you know, so I was attacked from the beginning. I mean, like, ruthlessly attacked, and now they've moved on to others. Great. They've moved on to others, so now we can get on with building the new thing, this true society of love, but... I am I I have a a warrior. I've got my north node in uh, Aries on the 10th house cusp. So when I hear Sean Rice our attorney say, "Okay, this is how you're going to bring down this felony homicide situation," um that really uh excites me. I want to read you what he wrote and what got this all started because it was um it was really fun. So one of my friends Is a pediatric cardiologist losing his license because he had a 16 year old girl come in. She just got the Pfizer and she was having chest pain. And her mother wanted him to sign the sheet that said she could play sports. And he said, let's wait a month because I want to be sure that she doesn't have a heart problem. And the mother reported him to the board for questioning the shot. So now he's facing. Neuropsych testing, losing. Is it just the the witch hunt that's going on all over the planet? So anyway, I had him talk to this lawyer. Okay, this is what the lawyer said. I told him that in my opinion, I would walk into any medical review board regarding COVID shots, pose a question before dealing with any of their concerns regarding any failure to approve or disseminate said thing. That question is, do you have... And I want to see your limited immunity documents supplied to you from both the county prosecutor's office as well as the U.S. Attorney's Office for engaging in an ongoing felony homicide program. Then I would read them their Miranda rights, place a tape recorder on the table, and tell them, let's begin. Now, that just lands for me. That's a very Aries warrior stance. So he calls me up and he says, OK, so what we need is, um, you know, we need thousands of these affidavits. And so we created the the COVID commonalities. as sort of a generic affidavit because all these docs, right, have been putting out all this information, but it's not in a legal format admissible in court yes. unless it is notarized and a notary is a an official of the court. So he said, I said, well, you know who you're going to have do that, you know, get that website and get it all up there. And he says, well, I thought I'd leave that to you. This is where I have no experience in that. But this is where I just get into, all right, God, if I'm supposed to do this, show me how to make it happen. And so all the pieces come in, but then we have a Judas. That's okay. You know, you're working with God when you got a Judas. Okay, good. Now, we're back, and I have a a whole team of people. We formed a, a trust, a common law trust, for the sole purpose of uh, bringing this down. But it, it'll all be under the radar because we're not going to put anything online. Okay, good. We'll go around and we'll have these little affidavit parties and we're going to get this done. And they won't be able to track it. They won't be able to trace it because they won't.
1: <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. And this is what it takes. It says, it's so amazing, as you said, when you see people putting all their attention and energy into what we can do. You know, we know what the problem is now. I know some people don't. And there's absolutely a place for the people that are waking up at their own pace to be going through that learning journey. And you ne- everyone needs to go through that. but. Yeah. Once you've done it, you don't need to stay there. You put all that energy. And and when you look at when we were talking about how on purpose you are now, no wonder, because one of the things that a a lot has been proven about when you really feel on purpose is you've got to challenge yourself. You've got to push yourself above what's easy. If it's too easy, it's never satisfying, is it? (laughs) Right. Right you know, and, and look at what can be achieved when people are really that passionate about something and it's really hitting them in their core beliefs and everything. It's absolutely incredible. Oh, was my cat. He keeps, he loves the fire in here and he just knocks everything off my desk.
0: Um, yes, that's what they do.
1: <laughs> absolutely everything. Every single time I'm just about to record, he lands on there and he's like a panther. He's huge. Um, so In terms of some of the tips, if people are watching this and they're sort of still feeling that roller coaster of emotions, because obviously we're still at the state where we're getting lots of positive things happening, but we're still getting a lot of um, control mechanisms being pushed on us. What would be some of your key areas of advice for everyday people that are watching this that know what we do, but are thinking, what can I do myself to really help this?
0: I would say, the and, and this goes back to what we talked about in the beginning with the mass formation, which is you cannot stay isolated. Yeah. You have got to have at least one other person that you get together with um, who knows the truth. So um, community is immunity. So you need to have at least one other person that you go to coffee with or, or or take a walk with. So make sure you do not stay isolated. And if you are still isolated, please understand that there are groups everywhere yeah. who are meeting uh, in secret. We you know we have it's not even an underground railroad anymore. I mean, we're we're right out there. Uh, so make sure that you are part of some group. And whether they're getting together to rescue animals Mm -hmm. or grow a garden or make herbal tinctures or uh, do yoga in the morning, just make sure that you have some social interaction. There might be a church that actually, where you feel the Holy Spirit, get involved In that. And if Jesus hasn't been your thing, please understand that Christ consciousness is where we're going. So when Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the light, no one comes to the Father but through me, he was not talking about, okay, you got to be a Christian and do all this stuff. No, no. You need to be as Jesus was. The Christ consciousness is this divine love, it's God's love. Ask that that help you that that come through you. Mm-hmm. so that's really really important. I would say actually having a relationship with God the number one thing you can do and if you don't know what that is, all you have to do is ask. it is so fun to do. So my daughter on her birthday, which was Monday, she goes out it was a beautiful, beautiful day. she's standing on the earth barefoot and she says, God, Please give me a sign of your love for me. At that very moment, Tess, this cat who's like her a familiar, runs out of the woods and up to her right then, because you know, um, animals are four-legged prayer. yeah. and and she saw it immediately. So get a relationship with God. If you need help with that, go to worldserviceinstitute.org. This is run by my good friend Robert Fritchie and he has been healing people with divine love for decades and he's helping a lot of people with um with this particular thing um you know if you've been sick because pretty much everybody, let me be clear, we've been poisoned for decades. Whether it's GMO crops, fluoride in the water, uh, graphene oxide shedding from people, um, or in drugs, or in the air, or in the chemtrails, they've been trying to kill us for decades. We are so adaptable, that's not going to happen. So, like, you know, people like you and me, um, we get healthier and healthier and healthier because we're using, you know, there's an old saying, the blood of the wound contains the healing.
1: Absolutely. We're
0: we're taking it and moving it into 5D. -hmm. So you, and okay, now I want people to understand their own tolerance. Many sensitive empaths can not tolerate all of the information that's out there Mm -hmm. on the children, on the blood, on the, they just can't. See it, their nervous systems are too sensitive. So do not make yourself watch things that are like that, yeah, uh, you know, uh, just just don't do it. Some of us can handle it, and some of us can't. And then give yourself media holidays. Mm-hmm. So now, just in general, don't ever watch the BBC. Don't ever watch NBC, CBS. They're all owned by the same six people. Do not watch the news ever because they're so clever. They have malignant intuition. They know what's going to keep you afraid. They Mm. know what's going to make you despondent. They know. And so don't give them your attention. Isn't this term pay attention? Yeah. You're paying them with your attention. Let us withdraw our attention listen to the positive stuff. You know, when you and Janine had your YouTube channel, it was always uplifting. You would take on the subjects, but always with an uplifting twist. There are some people whose work I just, even though it's good work, I don't, I can't be in the frequency of it. So here's the thing. You want to know the truth of what's going on, and let me be clear, it's much worse than you can ever imagine, and the future is much better than we can ever imagine. So how do we do this? We need to use our superpower of thoughts become their physical equivalents. Choose the good ones, not from denial, because that's what's yeah. happened with new age stuff. All this denial, you know, okay, butterflies and unicorns, and oh, well, just forgive them, and oh, he didn't mean it. Uh uh-uh. uh, that's mm-hmm. what I'm not, not talking about. That it's, um, being grounded in fierce divine love, God's love, and fierce truth simultaneously, and don't ever, ever lose your sense of humor. You can tell who is godly, by how funny they are. I mean, if you can't laugh, but don't be around those people who are deadly serious because that'll kill you. <laughs> it's so true.
1: it's so true. You've got to keep that uplifting vibration and and make sure that just because we're, Aware of what the monsters are doing, that we don't turn into monsters ourselves. So yeah. making sure, you know, there's a danger, as you say, with matching vibrations, that energy flows where attention goes. So therefore, yeah. you've got to balance it out with all those other things you were saying. Um, you know, being the witness without being too attached to it can be a really helpful place to be, I think, at things like this, because accepting that you cannot change some of this psychotic behavior by expecting by talking to them by expecting them to behave how a normal person because they're never going to do it so as you were saying i think that's such brilliant advice dr christian is withdrawing your attention and putting it elsewhere then that's what's going to blossom that's the
0: garden that's going to grow and also um music Um, you know, tune your instruments if you play to 432 hertz for the concert A, and then singing. I was listening to Alex Collier talk about how this particular planet, this particular universe was um, created by song. We -hmm. came here and we sang it into... Uh, into existence. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. And I remember listening to Scott Kesterson, Bards of War, uh, talking about that singing brought down the walls of Jericho, and that when you sing, um, enemies fall. It's like that, that Christian song, uh, I raise a hallelujah with everything inside of me. I raise a hallelujah, my weapon is a melody. My weapon is a melody. So when you understand what you're doing, because it's frequency, mm. it's frequency. Uh, Lee Merritt always talks about, yes, there's the physical stuff. But the reason those 5G towers went up like mushrooms mm. is a frequency. And uh, Alex Collier says that there, those are being changed so that there will be a magnetic frequency in there that will heal humanity it's always darkest before dawn and that is actually true back in the day before all of this women would get their periods mostly at 4 a.m yeah darkest before dawn yeah
1: oh it just always so so uplifting speaking to you and I think um what's so wonderful is to see your amazing community that you've got now that you're building um one final question i did want to ask mm-hmm. how
0: big is your circle of trust now oh man it's smaller yeah so that it's smaller than it's ever been i would say hmm maybe 25 people mm. Maybe 20, 25. And I could probably list them out. The ones that I talk to, um, every day, every day is probably more like 10. Yeah. And, and what's interesting is that you, the people that had been friends for decades, um, there are certain places they can no longer go. They, they just can't come along to where I am, but we can still talk but i don't want to talk to them see well, it it's like um i'm very very careful with my energy mm-hmm. i i don't i don't want to just meet with somebody to do small talk unless they really see clearly the whole of the agenda and then can add to it can add to my knowledge base then yeah. i want to spend time with them but otherwise uh no and it's, but what you said at the beginning, being on mission is an amazing, amazing feeling because everything I've known for years about big pharma and about wow. the Rockefeller, uh, um, the Flexner report and all of that, it's all coming, uh, back. And the, uh, as Alan, uh, what is his name Daniel Brinkley, who I love Daniel said, the, fight for the soul of humanity is being fought in public health.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree. And it's, Yeah, uh, such good advice you always give. I always feel so uplifted after you. And I think, you know, for anyone watching this, don't worry if your circle of trust is small. That's absolutely fine. You know, I think it's been a big lesson for everyone. (laughs) And and getting getting more and more aware. And, you know, I've made mistakes over the last year. um, And I'm sure I will do. But the great thing is, is we learn from them and we implement the lessons that we've learned rather than staying there. Thank you so, so much for your time. It's always such a pleasure. Um, We're so grateful, not only for the time you share here, but for everything you're doing and your uplifting energy. So if I don't speak to you beforehand, had a wonderful festive season and um, lots of love for the new year.
0: Absolutely, thank you so much.
1: Thank you. I really hope you enjoyed that conversation and I hope there's at least one thing that you can take away and apply to your own life or to the lives of your animals. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen and if you feel inspired, please do share with your friends and family. My goal is to inspire as many people as I can to live their best lives, to stay curious and to raise their consciousness and that of the collective. So to do this, I need to reach as many people as possible and this needs your help. If you feel drawn, would you be willing to share your favourite episode with five different people? This helps us spread the word and also helps me encourage some exciting new guests to take part in this podcast. If you feel drawn to do that, I will be very, very grateful. All the links and discount codes were applicable for the products that I support are on my two websites katherineedwards.life and CatherineEdwardsAcademy.com. All of the products are personally tried and tested by me, my family and my clients And finally, please do press the follow or subscribe button depending which platform you're listening on And above all, stay curious and stay free